Welcome to Eat, Walk, Play, a podcast about good eats, great travels, and grand adventures. Each week, we deliver fun interviews and engaging conversations with fellow food lovers, globe trotters, and adventure seekers. I'm your host, Eric Prado. Hi, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Eat, Walk, Play podcast, the show that brings you fun interviews and engaging conversations about good eats, great travels, and grand adventures. This week, we're joined by a talented and lovely lady who honestly is my fitspiration. She's also a vlogger who documents her life in the Big Apple. Chatting with, chatting with us today from New York City, we have Camille Ortiz. Hi, Camille. Hey, everyone. Hi. Hi, Ara. How are you? How are you doing in New I'm York? I'm good. I'm so excited to do this podcast with you. It's really one of my dreams, you know, starting my own podcast, but maybe guesting would be for now. Wow, that sounds really good because I've always wanted, because just to let everyone know, one of my frustrations in life is actually to be a radio uh DJ, call it DJ. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah you sound like a DJ. <laughs> Thank you, thank you. But no, that sounds really good. I, I do think you should start your own podcast as well. But before you do, um, can you give uh, people a b- brief um, introduction of who Camille Ortiz is? Because I mentioned, you know, it's not an overstatement, by the way, when I say that you are like fitness goals, right? Because you, you are like... I really try my best to keep that as a secret, but now that you mentioned it... <laughs> It's not I'm a shy. We see your we see your Instagram and Facebook videos and pictures and just like wow. <laughs> can can you just like tell oh, people Camille Ortiz, the artist, the the fitness um, inspiration? Well, I'm, I'll try my best not to talk about that fitness side of me because I want to focus more on the designer Camille. <laughs> Okay, all right. So, um, yeah, I'm Camille, and I'm actually currently working as an interactive designer in a design agency in New York. Um, I moved here in the U.S. last June of 2019, so that was just last year. Mm -hmm. And it's almost been a year already. Yeah. As an interactive designer, it's basically just a graphic designer because when people ask me, what's an interactive designer and I've never heard of that I just say it's basically just a graphic designer but I focus more on animated graphics animated Mm -hmm. like digital campaigns for different brands and you know most of the time I would like to call myself the all-around designer Mm -hmm. because I also do like packaging designs logo designs Mm -hmm. basically all designs for both print and web yeah yeah, and um, you're you're very talented. Uh, so just to let Thank you guys you. know, um, Camille and I actually worked together for uh-huh. a couple of months before she had to leave the company to pursue uh, this career in New York. Um, uh-huh. But but 
firsthand, I know that you're very talented and, you know, um, that's why we couldn't really stop you from leaving because, you know, it is a great <laughs> opportunity, yeah. uh, this, this job in New York. But just to um, actually talk about that, um, actually before jumping into that, because mm-hmm. um, one topic that I think everyone is aware of right now is the COVID-19 situation. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The COVID-19 pandemic. And New York City is known as one of the cities really badly hit yeah, like by the, the pandemic. Center. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, like, how how is the situation there right now? And you are in New York City. So you are, you are actually smack dab in the middle of the, of the, I would say, mm-hmm. the problem. So... Mm-hmm. How how's well, that? Well, actually, um, actually, right now I'm staying with my sister and her family in Virginia, so I'm I'm currently not in New York, thankfully. Mm-hmm. And Virginia is just like four hours away from New York via bus, and I've been here since um, I think March when COVID was just starting to to spread in New York, mm-hmm. because my my company allowed everyone to work remotely. You know, because they realize that it's much safer for everyone to just stay at home, mm-hmm. uh, work, and be with their families. So, the day they announced the work from home policy, I immediately packed my stuff and left the city the next day, which is, I think, a really great plan. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was perfect. I think. You yeah, have, perfect have... timing. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's yeah really... because because mm-hmm. few weeks late before uh, a few weeks after that. I think they locked down the city for a couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. So if I if I didn't leave the city, I would be stuck there alone in my apartment, which is sad. Oh, yeah, which which sad and dangerous, I would say. Uh, that's mm-hmm. really you know that's really um, shocking. Actually, what happened in New York City because it was just like uh, the, today. New York was normal, and then the next day we were just like hearing that I New York know. has this like big problem. It's, yeah, it's it, it was all of a sudden. Yeah, it it was insane. So so yeah, because yeah, it's really great that you're you're not in the city right now. Uh, mm-hmm. Glad that you're keeping safe in Virginia. I also like that you said four out just four hours <laughs> by a bus. Yeah, like, four hours. <laughs> that's a that's pretty far. But like, how is not Virginia? really that far. <laughs> It's really different. You know, it's it's the total opposite of New York. Like, New York is really crowded, noisy, like the typical city. In Virginia, it's really peaceful, serene, mm-hmm. really quiet. It's like mm-hmm. families are here. So I, I, it's pretty much safer here. Very and I'm really, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. It's, it's relaxing and I'm really thankful that I'm here. Are you thinking of moving there permanently? No, I'm just joking because um, your work well, is technically uh, still. We'll, in New we'll York. get there. <laughs> yeah, we'll get there. <laughs> okay, so let's actually talk about that because, um, you know, I I feel like when you when you moved to uh, before moving to New York, actually before you left the Philippines, I I remember we had like a brief a brief conversation just mm-hmm. about how you how you feel about moving to New York because mm-hmm. it's not an easy undertaking right like um first off you when you went to the because your family is there you have your sister is there right your sister's family is is there in virginia but Mm -hmm. you're moving to a different city far away from them like again it's like that's still four hours away and and you know that's still still kind of far um Mm -hmm. 
And it's not like you're going there for vacation. You're actually going there to start for a new work. life, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And how how was that? How was that for you? Like, how was that uh, starting over? Oh my gosh, I don't even know where to begin because it was a it is a really long story of how I made this decision. We're all evens. <laughs> So um, the idea of moving to New York happened when I first visited the city last. Uh, I'm not sure if that was 2018 or 2017 with my family. It was my sister's wedding that time. Mm. Who's living in Virginia. And, you know, we did a side trip to the Big Apple since it was just four hours away from Virginia. So... Yeah, we stayed in New York for a couple of days. So, you know, we did some touristy things, walked around the city, took lots of photos, went to different places, stuff like that. And the whole time we were there, I was just in complete awe of everything. Like Mm. literally everything, the beautiful chaos that I only used to see in the movies. Right. The, pe- the people that are always in a hurry, even the subway, the huge mm. buildings that I only get to see like on postcards or even wallpapers. Yeah. yeah. So it was crazy. And when I was there, I just kept thinking and telling myself, I wonder what it feels like to live here, to be a local or to be a part of this um, mm. crazy, beautiful jungle. Mm-hmm. And on our last day, this may sound so cheesy, but it's it's always so funny to remember this moment. <laughs> we were in our Uber going to the airport. Mm-hmm. I was just looking outside, staring at everything we've passed by. And mm-hmm. I swore to myself that moment, I'm going to make it happen. You know, whatever happens, I'm going to do it. So that's the moment where I made the decision. Mm-hmm. It's really fun. It's really funny and cheesy, but no, it sounds really good. Yes, like it, it sounds like movie, movie like almost. Yeah, right? movie like, right? Yeah. But so yeah, cute cheesy music. Mm-hmm. Yeah, cute cheesy music. We'll try to insert that here. No, but <laughs> but <laughs> that's really interesting because when usually making making that kind of decision, that kind of commitment is no joke. But of course, like because yeah. like I myself, I mean, I never really saw myself as living in New York City because I felt like that's just too chaotic for me. But New York's mm. New York is New York, you know? Like, I feel like everyone has to visit yeah, it's the city everyone's at least once. Dream. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 New York City is home to two of my favorite um, sitcoms of all time. Friends mm-hmm. and uh, oh, Friends friend, and yeah. How I Met Your Mother. So, like, I just want to wander the city as well and just, like, try to picture that whole thing happening. Um, but making that decision from that point and actually doing it, that is a different, that must have been mm-hmm. a different challenge for you, right? The fear, yeah. the, the, yeah. So can you, can you walk us through like the challenges? What was, mm-hmm. what was going through your mind? It's, it's a lot, you know, it's not just fear. It's everything. It's anxiety, mm-hmm. self-doubt. Mm-hmm. Um, you're scared everything so it's it's really a combination of both negative and positive like mm-hmm. emotions mm-hmm. so actually when we got back to the Philippines I already did my research contacted agencies I even like watched vlogs like how to apply for a visa mm-hmm. what's it like living living in New York City you know when you go to YouTube just type um 
the, a day in the life of a designer in New York City, stuff like that. It, it really made me excited. Mm-hmm. So I feel like it's a huge factor why I really pushed through with my decision. Mm-hmm. But let me tell you that it really didn't happen overnight. It actually mm-hmm. took me, I think, if I'm not mistaken, like six to eight months um, to process everything. Mm-hmm. And honestly, there were days where I feel like I wanted to back out because the whole process itself was already so overwhelming and so exhausting. Mm-hmm. Like I had to, I had to go through different Skype interviews, had to answer tons of dreading emails. Um, I also had to go through U- the U.S. Embassy for my visa application, which is scary. Right. Um, pay everything, pay the fees, because obviously it's not free. Yeah. So all of that is already so overwhelming. And that's yeah. just like the tip of the iceberg. You know? Right, right. And it, it's mentally draining at the same time. But... Yes. So after everything, you also have to, I also have to book a plane ticket. I Mm -hmm. have to figure out the commute from my apartment to work, basically just research everything way ahead because Mm -hmm. you don't want to go there like clueless. And I, I remember there were even nights where I just cry and doubt myself if I'm really making the right decision because I felt like it was just a, um, an impulse decision. I felt like I was just so excited that mm-hmm. I made that sudden decision. And I even asked my mom if this is the right thing to do. Mm-hmm. And I remember she told me, is that really what you wanted to do do you think that decision will make you happy or do you think that decision will benefit you in the long run and that's when I realized that yeah I I really wanted to do this and Mm. I would really regret not not doing doing this yeah for let's say five years from now I would always look back at this and ask myself why didn't I do this you know so yeah fast forward to like almost eight months Mm -hmm. I packed everything I left everything and moved Mm. to New York so here I am (laughs) right and if you don't mind I just want to back up like a couple like what was it like receiving that did you receive a letter like telling you that you got approved did you receive a phone call like like what was that what was that experience like it was actually you a, a super long process because, yeah, like I mentioned, I have an agency who basically prepared everything for me. They even okay. um, looked for companies. Mm-hmm. So I actually went through like two to three companies who interviewed me. Mm-hmm. And yeah, this one company really liked me, which is my company right now. Mm-hmm. And it was a series of Skype meetings, Skype calls late at night because obviously the, the time difference, mm-hmm. the 12-hour right. time difference. So, yeah, it, I can't believe everything took six to eight months to prepare right. everything. Okay. Real quick, you know what? I just want to, before we talk about, like, how life 
is like or because the challenges you faced here in the Philippines before you know actually flying out that's a different set of challenges mm -hmm. when you actually arrived there that's a completely mm -hmm. different story right but before yeah. we delve into that I just want to say how amazing that must have been for you because like getting accepted by by a company in new york mm -hmm. for a field that is it's a, it's an art field i would say like it's an art mm -hmm. field that you're in and yeah. new york city is known to be the hub of artists right creative and, uh, creative, yeah. creatives creative people and mm -hmm. the fact that you got in a company um you know, you 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 were you were tapped by a company who I'm pretty sure has a lot of talented people on board, and they don't have mm -hmm. a, a short, um, you know, um, they don't have a, a, a you know a short uh, uh, coming or short list of people mm -hmm. look looking to join the company. But you know, you got that opportunity, and they yeah. actually. That that must have been that must have been amazing for you. Like it, it was amazing, yeah. And I feel like I was lucky that time because, like I said before, um, most companies are shifting from print to digital. Yeah, and yeah. it it happened that during that time I was familiarizing or getting familiar with the animation, you know, because companies are starting to use social media for their campaigns, for digital campaigns. Right. And companies are getting bored with with basic static posts, you know. Yeah. And yeah. I felt like doing animations was an asset for me that time. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So that's, that's really good. So anyway, we uh, as I said, you know, we I I would get back or we would get back to your challenges <laughs> in New York, right? So <laughs> yeah, fast forward the plane ride, and mm -hmm. you got to New York. We're now in New York. <laughs> We're now in New York. It's mm -hmm. cold. Uh, how how was that like then? How was the challenge? Because I'm I'm pretty because you know again the only I feel like the only information I have of New York City is of what I it's have beautiful. seen, right? <laughs> what I have seen on movies, uh, on, on TV shows. Yeah. And this, this thing that keeps, you know, um, I guess running through my, my head when I, when somebody says New York, I picture cramped apartment, a very yeah. expensive cost mm. of living and also a little bit dangerous. <laughs> so, yeah. As a single woman <laughs> in New York City, starting a new life, what was that like? Okay, so I mentioned before that preparing for it was a different story. Yeah. But yeah. actually being in it, like living the dream, was a whole different level of difficulty. Mm -hmm. Like we've seen in the movies, um, pretty apartments, um, single woman being independent, buying groceries mm -hmm. with flowers, all the pretty things. It's the total opposite of the life I'm living mm -hmm. in. Like mm -hmm. currently, I am renting an apartment in Brooklyn, but I share my apartment with three other roommates, which oh. I didn't. I didn't know them from the beginning. So when I moved there, it was the first time that I met them. So imagine the the. I was so paranoid that time, even my mom, because um, actually my mom traveled with me from the Philippines to New York. She mm -hmm. 
assisted she guided me all throughout the process mm-hmm. so it was the first time when I met them so it was scary but thankfully they're all nice they eventually became my friends mm-hmm. but I just want to emphasize how different it was in the movies and in mm-hmm. real life mm-hmm. right. and so yeah being in it it was a different level of difficulty like I had to adjust to the environment Um, yeah, sure, I visited New York before, but I never really got the chance to familiarize myself with mm-hmm. everything. I was just there as a tourist before, but now I am considered a local. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it was it was so overwhelming. Like even the subway, like me as as, as a Filipina who grew up in, in Manila. Mm-hmm. And even when I was in college, I got used to commuting around, you know, I, right. I don't have a car before. Mm-hmm. But using the subway in New York and trying to figure out things, it was so confusing. Like it mm-hmm. actually took me months to familiarize myself. And oh. even after a few months, I still use my Google Maps all the time mm-hmm. because I feel like I'm not going to be able to survive that jungle without my phone. Right. So that that's just one thing. And yeah. Settling in, it was super difficult because I have no, all I have that time was my clothes and mm. my apartment was, my apartment was empty. So I had to buy my, my mattress, my mm-hmm. table, everything. So yeah. it was really overwhelming, I would say, right? because I had to do everything from scratch. Mm-hmm. Right. So that, that was actually what I was, I was, um, I, that is what I figured, you know, it must have been really, <laughs> really tough because when when watching again, just like going back to the TV shows, because I feel like it's mm-hmm. the only reference I really have um, yeah. having having roommates in New York City. I feel like it's the norm because the rent is just yeah, it is. Really it's, expensive, it's right? I mean, it's cheap if you share the apartment with right. With exactly. Yeah. Right? You know, funny thing, actually, before I officially moved to New York, I was looking for an entire apartment for myself because mm. I've I've watched vlogs, I've watched series or movies, like people being able to afford an entire apartment. Right. Being, so like how? Being <laughs> in it, I was like, I was like, it's impossible, you know? Yeah. How do people afford afford these expensive ass apartments? Yeah. It's yeah. crazy. I've seen one too many um, episodes of, of TV shows wherein the, the, you know, the episode actually revolves around the characters mm-hmm. looking for apartments that are actually really, you know, really right? good uh, <laughs> and affordable because I, I, I know like it's one of the one of the ch- biggest challenges of, of being in New York City is just really finding a good mm-hmm. home. Right. Yeah. So. Just actually, you know, there was one thing that I want to go back to the the subway mm-hmm. subway issue. Um, we always see the these um, posts uh, of you know funny things. I would say funny and bizarre things, stories <laughs> happening in in New York City subways or just like uh-huh. subway general general. Oh, yeah, um, New York's New York is filled with I would say colorful people right <laughs> that's, I yeah, like that's yeah. i get what you're saying yeah and so is that re- like the reality is that is there any reality to that like um do you really see a lot of different people do you also encounter bizarre um mm-hmm. scenes happening 
have you seen well, a flash yeah <laughs> oh my god i feel like i've seen everything <laughs> even those things that i i didn't want to see i saw them <laughs> are we but, talking like people flashing <laughs> those people wearing trench uh, like flashing themselves so hard. there's there's actually this one funny story so in the subway it's it's full of i don't know how to say it in a nice way um like beggars um Mm. like beggars stay um in the subway they sleep there they they pack their stuff they stay there for a long time Mm -hmm. and i couldn't believe when i actually saw like a beggar um poop actually poop (gasps) inside the train oh god i and I asked my friend who's been living there for years. I was like, is that normal? And she was like, oh, God, yeah. People actually, I mean, poor people actually go there to pee, to poop inside the train. And I was that like, is messed up. <laughs> that is so messed up. I was not expecting I that. I, I was really not expecting that. I'm sure no one's expecting that. Even me, I wasn't expecting that. I it's would not crazy. like to. Ex- I, I really don't want to experience that aspect of New York. Um, yeah, but, but truth bomb. <laughs> Almost like a literal bomb, right? That's that's <laughs> insane. You but know, that is- you know, ever since ever since I've um, I've encountered that, I never touched the the bars on the inside of the train. I never oh, touched that- anything. <laughs> Wise decision. Why is it? <laughs> I guess I guess that's what COVID really just like exploded in oh my... city. That's that, yeah, for that's sure. Insane. Yeah. I mean, I cause, well, in my defense, I haven't really ridden a lot of trains here in the Philippines, nor have I ridden a lot of like MRTs, LRTs. Yeah. but I don't think anyone actually ever pooped in in our trains. <laughs> You know, I thought our our train system or the MRT LRT in the Philippines is the worst. Mm-hmm. But wait till you go to New York. Ah, <laughs> uh, but it's insane. That is, but yeah. Insane. And I think so, I just like, got used to it. Well, I feel like you know, uh, when you live in New York, you just like develop nat- it, naturally. Yeah. You have to develop thick I'm skin, immune. Right? Yeah. Yeah, and. Um, I always hear about people in New York just like, oh, you know what, mind minding my own, I'm just going to mind my own business, you know. Yeah, just exactly. Like, so that's, that's, that's really interesting. And I'm sure the city <laughs> is a fast pace, you know, it's really fast pace. Yeah. Like, it's not mm-hmm. a place where like, people Everyone's in a hurry. I feel like I'm already part of that crowd. Right. That's, like, I'm that's... always in a hurry. <laughs> I get them now. Mm-hmm. That's really that's really interesting. And uh, just to let uh, our audience know, Camille actually has a, a YouTube uh, channel where she documents these yeah. um, these um, I guess in day to day. Day in the life. Yeah, a day yeah. in the life of, of Camille in I New York. I actually stopped after a few weeks or months because it's so hard to mm. take out my camera and film while everyone's oh. in a hurry. I, I find it really difficult. I think okay. it's possible if if you don't have a day job, you know? Mm, mm. <laughs> like, blogger, like bloggers in New York. 
I mean, especially now that you're in Virginia, I, I feel like it's a little different. You know, actually, it's not a little mm-hmm. different, but it's very different from New York. Uh, I feel like it's going to be a nice change of pace for mm-hmm. your, you know, it'll be a nice change of pace, a little Maybe, bit more. Late yeah. Now. Yeah, go ahead, because I've seen your videos, and they're really <laughs> interesting. They're very artistic. So Camille's videos oh, are, you. yeah, because first off, you're like, a, you're an artist, and uh-huh. this is, this is, you know, this is what you do. I mean, I'm just really happy, the quality of work. I'm just looking at the thumbnails, and they're, like, really, really Thank good. This is what it I me to achieve. <laughs> <laughs> this is the kind of kind of art and and um, talent that I'm hoping to achieve. But yeah, you're just like really good at it. So I really Thank hope you. that you could continue um, mm-hmm. feeding your you know feeding your audience because it's really good. It's really quality. Like I I love watching the videos and just like seeing what is happening Thank in New York. <laughs> what, uh-huh. what that, that's see? the beautiful side of New York. I assume so. Yeah, I, I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure it was because it seemed like you know. Um, I remember the like first. Like, have video. you seen it in the movies? Yeah, exactly. Right, and you have these like filters. I remember uh, mm-hmm. when, when a video that uh, I watched. There's this filter, and this like um, music that's sort of like relaxing and and classy. Mm-hmm. You feel like you're in like like a, a, a 1920s um, setting, just like with the music mm-hmm. and. The, the color and yeah that it's I'm pretty sure that was meant to deceive no but if they, yeah yeah for sure <laughs> yeah I'm sure like New York is great but it's not all rainbows and butterflies yeah so I knew mm-hmm. that you were you were showing us like the good things but again no harm in that because yeah you were at you were at one point wearing the rose-colored glasses right when you were a tourist in in new york city mm-hmm. uh you didn't see you didn't have enough time i would say you didn't have enough time to see the gory the parts bat. yeah because yeah, yeah. when you visited with your with your family uh during your sister's wedding i don't think you had enough time to really experience the real life yeah or like you were probably seeing it, but you were not paying much attention to it because you were so overwhelmed by the beauty of, of mm-hmm. New York. But um, how was that like? Like, um, when did you realize that there's this shift uh, of being a tourist and then being a local? Or is there is are you some, somehow in the middle still? Or do you have these moments where you still feel like you're a tourist? Mm-hmm. So... You know, it's one of the perks of living and working in New York City. Like, I never run out of things to do, places to visit. Mm. And maybe that's why people have easier time adjusting or they feel less homesick. Because, I mean, how can you be homesick in a beautiful city, right? Mm. And honestly, even after how many months of being in New York, I've always felt like I'm still a tourist. I actually have a list of places to visit and I still haven't checked all of everything, which mm. is sad. But I I promised myself to go out like every weekend and visit all those places, which is really amazing because mm. I don't feel like I actually live in New York. And there were even days where I'm really sad and, you know, I just step out of my apartment. I just go anywhere and... I always ask myself, why? Why are you sad? I mean, you're in your dream 
place and mm-hmm. you have so many things to do and you know it's it's really nice but yeah. I never felt like I'm actually a local because I never run out of things to do and places to visit right it never gets old right uh, yeah it yeah. never gets old yeah and I feel like even the people who are I would say locals, people who who were, you know, you're, who are in the city for mm-hmm. years and years. I feel like they still haven't really experienced New York as a whole. Like I just feel like yeah. there's so much to it, right? There's so there's mm-hmm. so much to so the city. Much, yeah. Yeah, and whether it's finding good restaurants or you know, tasting or f- trying to find the best pizza because mm-hmm. I've heard great things about New York pizza. Yeah. <laughs> Like that is yeah. I'm, I'm sorry about this, but the the number one okay. okay. So my, the number one reason why I want to visit New York is because I want to see like his friends and how I met your mother. I want to just mm-hmm. like uh, check out the spots or whatever. Number two, I want to try New York pizza, authentic New York pizza. And have yeah. you have of course you've been in the city for like a year. How mm-hmm. is that? Like? Have you tried the pizza? You know, thank God I didn't gain much weight from eating out so much. <laughs> But uh, yeah, I, um, I think I've tried this dollar pizza before. Yeah. And mm. well, honestly, you know, I'm not really a huge pizza enthusiast. So I really couldn't tell the difference. Oh my God, I suck. But for me, it's, it's like, It comes with the experience, you know, knowing the fact that you're eating the pizza in New York mm-hmm. makes the experience different. But mm-hmm. for me, the pizza itself is just like regular pizza. Oh, Or maybe, okay. I don't know, maybe, maybe, maybe I'm just yeah, it's something. Be but... <laughs> yeah, or probably because, I mean, you're not, I don't know. Do you consider yourself a foodie? Because I've always, one thing that I really appreciate, though, is I've been seeing that you've been trying to cook more right mm-hmm. since yeah you, of course yeah. that makes a lot of sense when you move into the a different uh place you know you really try to cook mm-hmm. more because i feel like it's also more financially reasonable yeah yeah for right? sure um and honestly i really tried my best to avoid eating out so much mm-hmm. because let me tell you that life or everything in new york is expensive like the yeah. moment you step out of your apartment you'll automatically spend like you're losing money dollars in a bar yeah you're losing so much money so mm. i don't know i i haven't tried everything mm. yet yeah i feel like I as filipinos, missing out. <laughs> yeah because i feel like as filipinos you know um i don't know if you if you're the i, I don't know if i'm the only one who does this but i feel like I, I, i'm not i feel like my mom also does this any mm-hmm. filipino who spends uh, a different currency We don't spend mm-hmm. it. We don't spend it thinking about that currency. We always, as Filipinos, convert, convert own first, and then we realize that this is how much how much money I'm spending. Oh, I, I can relate so okay. much. That's such a Filipino thing to do. I feel like it's it is. Just... Yeah. When so, when my sister found out that I'm doing that, she was like, "Why are you even bothering?" computing it in Philippine peso, like you're earning dollars, you shouldn't even thinking about Philippi- the amount in peso, you know? And I was like, yeah, you're right. I shouldn't do that because that's one of the reasons why I'm so iffy about spending so much because I always try to convert it in Philippine peso. And yeah. 
every and time Cyril's I see just the amount, out it's, yeah, right? It's like, <laughs> it's oh my God, I'm spending this much. Yeah. I don't it's know. Just, Maybe it's just a Filipino thing. I don't know because it's weird. It's always been weird. Like, again, I love watching American TV shows. And every time they mm-hmm. say, like, want to bet 20 bucks on it, you know, let's bet 20 bucks on it. And they say, mm-hmm. like, 20 bucks. But in my mind, that was, like, 1,000 pesos. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. 1,000 pesos. Are you yeah. kidding so I, that's just insane. So I would understand if I were, if I were like a tourist in, in New York, I'm not, I don't have a full-time job there. I'm definitely still going to be doing that. But mm-hmm. even, I feel like even if I do have a job in New York, I, I would still have this like small voice in my head automatically computing to peso, even though, you know, even though you can't yeah. really do it. Right. Because at the end of the day, that's mm-hmm. what you spend. But just like, think about it. Like, what we said, right? Like when you go out, it's automatically like at least fifty dollars that you're gonna spend. Mm-hmm. In my mind, yeah. that's automatically like two thousand five hundred. Right? I know it's so hard. Like sometimes I feel like I'm doing it subconsciously. Mm. I don't know. It's it's a thing. Yeah, that's but... that's like, that's really good. I was yeah, that's really funny because uh, yeah, that's a, again a different a different thing. And it's doing touristy things in New York expensive like visiting um oh my god i actually forgot uh the the lady holding the lamp um, or lady liberty i think <laughs> liberty i'm not even sure yes, that that's liberty. That's lady liberty what the heck is that yeah have you um, visited you know actually in new york for you to get to places it's it's not that expensive because the parks are free. You know, Brooklyn Bridge, you can see that for free. Dumbo, mm-hmm. um, Central Park. You don't need to pay for anything to, mm. to go there. Well, except the subway. Mm. But it gets expensive when you buy food, you buy souvenir, you know. And it's, it's really nice that New York has a lot of public parks mm. because... Yeah, sometimes I just go there every weekend, read, pack my my sandwich and iced coffee and just chill there. And I've always um, um, wished that we had those parks in the Philippines, you know, because it's really yeah. relaxing. Yeah. yeah. It's really that's... good for mental health. Mm. That's really because yeah, that's always I remember. uh I have this. I had this conversation with a friend, and we were talking about that. Uh, how mm-hmm. how great it is to have parks or parks, free. yeah, in the Philippines that that people can enjoy. Because I feel like because we only have very few places here in the Philippines that are free. Mm-hmm. Um, it's being. I don't know. It's not being taken care of. I'm not saying. I'm not. I'm not dissing on the people who go there, but. Mm-hmm. Because, we have no choice. Yeah, I, I feel like we all have to take responsibility of ensuring that these parks are well kept so yeah, it's yeah, not definitely. disgusting. You know, it, it doesn't become mm-hmm. disgusting. Um, I personally, in my 27 years of, of existence, I have never been to a park. Um, really? I have never been to a park. Uh, okay, let me correct that. I have been to Rizal Park once on a field trip. I did not enjoy it. I was going to say that's so sad. Maybe you're just not a park person. I don't know of many parks. I know Rizal Park, and it doesn't look like a park. It looks like an outdoor... <laughs> it 
it's just an outdoor yeah. there are no well, they're not yeah yeah i get what you're saying yeah because my 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 vision of a park is like you know there are a lot of really breezy trees and mm-hmm. good shades beautiful benches you know just like, like actually lie down in the grass yeah something like that result park is not like that i mean that's not my that's not what i remember <laughs> result park to be so yeah. i that doesn't count to me for me it's mm-hmm. more of like an outdoor museum that people used to meet up and yeah. yeah i don't know do crazy things and just mess up i don't know that's mm-hmm. so that is one of the things that is you know one thing that i want to do when i visit new york or if i visit i know i'm gonna say when uh i'm definitely gonna want to do that yeah uh, i'm gonna visit central park i i really want to see how it is like um because I, I always see this, I've, I've seen this picture of like an aerial shot of New York mm-hmm. where half is like the, really you know, the, the buildings and, you know, really the, the, the I would say the concrete. The part. Yeah. And then yeah. the other half is like this beautiful t- uh, top of the trees and then the park. And I just feel mm-hmm. like it's such a beautiful contrast that I really want to see. Is. That's what I love about New York. You know, um, on the other side, it's it's the very corporate side, mm. buildings, people always in a hurry. Mm. And then on the other side, you can just go to the park and relax and chill and like read a book, which mm. is really nice because you get the best of both worlds. Mm-hmm. You know, and right. in the Philippines, we don't have much parks to relax. It's just malls. I mean, I'm not saying that it's bad, but I just wish... We, we are more invest malls. more yeah mm-hmm. yeah filipinos are more into malls mm-hmm, I, I feel true. yeah i feel like we have the i don't know if i got that right we have the biggest mall right in the world mm-hmm. and i think so, i feel like yeah. as a country we have the most i don't know like every small even like it's not even a city and there's like a small sm and i don't know like it just <laughs> that's every, true there's yeah every, Ah, oh, Jesus Christ! Like there's malls every malls everywhere, and <laughs> I guess it's me being a, a sort of like a, I'm not a big because I don't really like going to the malls unless I I, I have a purpose for you being there. Something. I need to buy yeah. something. Yeah, I need something. I want to eat something which is in the mall. Um, mm. But I am not a big fan of just like window shopping because that for me is torture. Like why why am I going to look at things that I you can't buy (laughs) right so I'm not going to do that um if I'm going to do that I'll do online window shopping so at least other people won't see me but Mm -hmm. um I I guess this is the the bookworm and then the old soul in me but I would love to see more public libraries that yeah that everyone can access exactly right that everyone can access and just you know grow I would say because mm-hmm. I, I would say that I have grown so much in reading. Yeah. It has taught me a lot about life and just books have taken me to places I've never been to before mm-hmm. and I probably yeah. never will be in yeah. life. I'm still waiting for my Harry for my Hogwarts letter. But oh. <laughs> no, but like seriously, that is and if I'm not mistaken, New York has a lot of like really good probably yeah public libraries actually i feel really bad because i haven't been to any of the public libraries mm. i feel like i'm mis- now that we're talking about everything i feel like i'm missing so much 
You know, because again, it's expensive <laughs> to step out, right? <laughs> yeah, I I hope this COVID ends really soon. Mm. I'm missing New York so much now. No, but can, yeah, I feel yeah. bad. Yeah, and and you know what? I I've always felt I've always had this vision of myself like just doing the New York, uh, New York, New Yorky, what, the New Yorker yeah. thing, where yeah. I just like in the morning I grab a bagel and a cup of coffee in one of those yeah. tr- uh, trucks. Um, you know, food trucks, food and then trucks, I, yeah. yeah, I always thought that would be like, ah, oh, just don't nice. convert everything in Philippine peso. <laughs> yeah, that would, can I ask you though? Is that something that you can just post? Like, how much is a cup of coffee on average? Um, well, in Manhattan, it's very ex- well, not very expensive. I think it ranges for about two. An Americano is two dollars to two to three dollars. And okay. if you get like the 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 fancy coffee, the mm-hmm. espresso cappuccino, it's like four to five dollars. And another thing in New York, well, in America in general, it's required for you to tip, to give a tip. Yeah, fifteen percent, twenty percent. Yeah, you know, yeah. it's it's really required. So plus tip. So yeah, it's it's yeah. expensive. I. Um, I think during my first few days at work, I was buying coffee every day. And when I tracked my expenses. monthly spend, uh, yeah, expenses, I was like, holy shit, I spent like $50 for coffee. Oh, it, God. Uh, I automatically converted habit. your $50, by the way. <laughs> I automatically converted that in my mind. <laughs> yeah, so that See, doesn't... you can't even yeah. control it. Yeah, it's just like automatic. Um, mm. But yeah, so that's that's insane. Because I feel like, you know, okay, let's just talk about this, this real quick. Um, a lot of people think millennials are very irresponsible when it comes to money. That is something mm-hmm. that we always get shit about. I would say, yeah, um, sure. we have we have this, you know, we have this image of being too carefree with our finances, more like YOLO and, mm-hmm. um, irresponsible. You know, yeah, just like doing, just having fun now and then not really thinking about the future. I don't think mm-hmm. that's the case with everyone. Like, you know, that's a lot of boomers and a lot of other generations are not yeah. financially responsible either. So I feel like you yeah. can't really generalize. And I love talking to people. And you're you're younger than me. You're 23? Mm-hmm. Five. You're, five. Oh, five, you're 25. <laughs> oh my God, I thought you were like, okay, yeah, okay, you're, you're 25. But I remember mm-hmm. when, when you were still here and we were having this conversation, you are, I would say, financially responsible. You already have this like plan. You already have this, you know, you, yeah, you already have sort of like this, this, this financial plan, mm-hmm. I would say. And yes. you are one of the most financially responsible people I know who are under 30. And mm-hmm. has that um, proven to be a, 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 a benefit while you're in New York? Like that being financially responsible of yours? Well, you know, actually, one of the main reasons why I really pushed through with this is for me to save. You know, since I'm earning dollars when you convert mm-hmm. it to Philippine peso, um, I feel like I'm... I'm earning and saving so much money compared to when I just stay in the Philippines. Mm-hmm. So it's it's really a benefit in terms of the money I'm earning and the money I'm being able to save. And I feel like 
I, I don't want to call myself that responsible, but I'm very much aware of where my money's going. And I feel, really like, nice. I feel like I just learned along the way Mm-hmm. because looking back you know a few years ago I, I don't even care where my money is going like mm-hmm. my first salary I think I just treated my family I bought all the things I wanted to buy but right now it's really different like I'm very much aware of where my money's going mm-hmm. like I have a specific budget for for this budget mm-hmm. for that especially mm-hmm. when I was um, still in New York like paying my rent um, the moment I received my salary, I have a list of where my money should go first. Like I have a list of priorities. Like number one is rent. Second is like the utilities I pay, like the electricity, uh, mm-hmm. internet, bills, stuff like that. And then yeah. third one is my savings. It's um, I require myself to separate my savings the moment I receive my salary. And That's then, really great. Fourth is like groceries, necessities, stuff like that. And mm-hmm. then the last would be my allowance, like my daily allowance for coffee, for mm-hmm. eating out with friends. So I really made it a point to follow this habit in terms of money because I made sure before going to New York, I o- I've always reminded myself that I'm going to be alone and I'm going to be responsible for everything, including mm-hmm. my money. Like mm-hmm. my mom's not going to be here to remind me where I should spend my money. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's, it's really a matter of discipline, I would say, mm-hmm. and being aware of everything, being smart of everything. Right. That's, that's really good. Uh, I'm, I'm really proud of you in doing that. Mm-hmm. And I, a part of me envies, envies that because I'm I'm a mom. Like I I've mm-hmm. been a professional. I've been working since I was 18. I'm mm-hmm. a mom. I'm a full-time you know, I'm a full-time career woman, a full-time mom. But I would say that I am not as as uh disciplined uh financially. Mm-hmm. I I I am, you know, mature enough to admit that. Um I uh I don't have like that list mm-hmm. of cuz some people they have they even have app you know an app that tracks their yeah. expenses right mm-hmm. i i tried that it lasted a month and i'm just like <laughs> you know well, i did that shoot. before i did that and you know i i feel like yeah again i'm just like really happy that you're able to really have that level of maturity and you know keep that um mindset when you're in New York because I'm pretty sure it's going to be tough if you just let loose and uh, you know just mm-hmm. throw your money around that's going to be really yeah. tough for you so I'm, I'm really happy to to hear about that but on that note I, I need to ask you what is your biggest splurge like what is that that <laughs> thing that you really couldn't help but spend on um maybe clothes Okay. Like I said, I I I'm not really a foodie, so mm-hmm. I just stick to my budget when it comes to groceries, and mm-hmm. I have an allowance for eating out, which is like maybe twice or thrice a month. But with clothes, funny story. I actually have this thing called clothing allowance. <laughs> okay. Where where I 
specifically have a budget for clothes every mm-hmm. every cutoff. Mm-hmm. So I think, which is not good, I think, but well, it's it's uh, my splurge, yeah. But yeah, it's just splurge. It's what makes you feel yeah, good. So yeah. It, yeah, and it's kind of my reward mm-hmm. for sticking to my budget right, <laughs> which right. is ironic but yeah no but worse, um, i think yeah i feel like we all deserve you know when you work hard when you when you hustle you know you mm-hmm. you have you need that small thing to reward yourself whether it's yeah uh, again because at the end of the day it depends on how much you're earning versus what your splurge is right yeah if you're if you're yeah. earning yeah if you're if you're earning I can only say in like in in pesos, but if you're earning mm-hmm. like twenty uh, thousand pesos and mm-hmm. your splurge is to a thousand, let's say yeah, like a thousand for clothes, I feel like that's reasonable. Yeah, right? yeah. Um, but say if your splurge is buying eight thousand peso sneakers every month, that's just messed up. That's just wrong. yeah, that's not. And yeah. I and, don't, I don't do that. <laughs> Yeah, and it it hurts my heart. <laughs> Every time I spend I, a large amount of money, I can't. Yeah, yeah, that's that's just crazy. And um, I because uh, sorry, let's just uh, here in the Philippines, right? You were here mm-hmm. during the milk tea craze, right? The what? Sorry, <laughs> the tea craze. You were oh, still yeah, because yeah. I I I know people. I know students students mm-hmm. who can afford for some reason to drink milk tea every day <laughs> like, milk tea ranges from like 80 pesos to 120 130 yeah. right mm-hmm. and they're not even working so people who are working and they manage to <clears throat> to buy milk tea every day or even go to starbucks every day that is mm-hmm. just how 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 do you do that and, i know so, right i know yeah and so for me, that that um, clothing allowance of yours, I feel like you know it's really it's really reasonable. And at the same, mm-hmm. it's, it's something that you use and you can use in the future. So that just like uh, makes yeah, sense. Yeah, I always I always say to myself that mm, it's an investment because I'm gonna use it in a few years. <laughs> That's I true. always make an excuse for it to be valid. Yeah, and you're not buying crappy clothes. So again, guys, if you if she she has a very artsy. <laughs> Instagram and her YouTube channel is also great. You can see her outfits there, and I've seen her pictures. And I love your outfit, though. Like I love Thank the coat. You. And the, yeah. I remember commenting on a few pictures, and I'm just like, oh, it's so good. It's so good. Like, you know, I, I was I wasn't like that when I was in the Philippines. I feel like it's really part of being in New York. Like when clothes. you were in the Philippines, you were just wearing like <laughs> pants, doll shoes. <laughs> And just sleeveless top. You love sleeveless tops. I get it because you have your your, your toes. Sorry, right. I, I would flaunt. No, it's those just too. warm in the Philippines. It's yeah, just that's warm. true. <laughs> uh, in New York, you could explore with layers, right? And layers yeah. are, also, I would say, fashionable. And so I the- can wear anything I want because who cares? You know, when you're in New York City, no one gives a shit what you're wearing. Oh, definitely. When I go to New York, I'd probably be just like strutting around, like whatever. Mm. Knee high boots. No yes. one's gonna. No one's gonna notice you. Yeah, yeah. And again, with the boots, I love. Do you wear boots when you're like during the? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like a staple in New York. Yeah, because like but, you know. But if I'm in the Philippines, I'm never gonna wear boots. 
<laughs> you know, interesting story. So if I could just like interject. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. I, if I'm going to be honest, boots are my favorite footwear. I mm-hmm. love boots. When I was uh, younger, when I was in my um, early 20s, I was I don't know, 18. No, sorry. Mm-hmm. Like I was like 17 to like 21. I mm-hmm. had a lot of boots, like a lot of boots. And I was in the Philippines. There was time. <laughs> it it it's silly. Because the thing is, I didn't know I, when I was younger. I didn't know that it it's silly. Like it looked silly in the Philippines. I was just like, I want to wear it. Like I I like boots. And yeah. then, okay, I got a little bit more comfortable in wearing boots when I started working in a call center. Where mm-hmm. I feel like any type of fashion is acceptable as well. Uh, call centers are like <laughs> many New York cities, um, but yeah, yeah, you know, there's really no judgment when it comes to your outfit. Um, yeah. But once you step out, it becomes weird. I remember there was this one time I was wearing boots, high heeled boots that are mm-hmm. a bit high, um, at, at least below the knees. I had I had this guy come come up to me and he was just like I know it wasn't a mocking man he was just like groovy groovy he was just like groovy groovy tayo and I was just like oh, fuck. oh you know what god that- you know I can relate so much mm-hmm. because honestly um well I studied in a design school so obviously people dressed up during college and there's like a fashion um course in in my design school so obviously everyone was wearing fancy fashion clothes mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so me and my friends got into this phase where we wear fancy clothes for a photo shoot right mm-hmm. and so i had this crazy idea of wearing my boots that i used for my cat when i was in high school because mm-hmm. i thought it was it was cute it was fashionable mm-hmm. and then in the bus, I think, um, a man jokingly said, Mom, yes, ma'am. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. Because I was wearing combat boots that time. Oh, but they <laughs> look <laughs> so nice. I also have combat boots. Like, I, Well, I had combat boots. It's such a, you know, it's it's crap. Like that, I hate that, <laughs> that we, you know what, here's the thing, a lot of Filipinos right now are into Korean stuff, I was, I was gonna say shit, I'm sorry, but I mean Korean stuff, right, (laughs) yeah, and, but I don't understand why we're still mocking the fashion when it's applied here in our country, I mean, I get it, boots are like, well, you know what, boots are not even, it depends on the boot style, okay, people, yeah, it's not bad, it's not bad, it's not all full for winter, there are different boot styles, so I'll be open-minded, please, because I really want to go back mm-hmm. to wearing boots. I love them. <laughs> They're so yeah. Like I just, I love boots. I can't. Anyway, um. So yes, I just wanted to ask you about that. You know, uh, wearing boots in New York because that's like, mm-hmm. it's, so, it's so chic, mm-hmm. and yeah, and it's it's normal to wear boots in New York. Mm. How many pairs of boots do you have already? Do you do you know? Do you still? How many pairs of boots do you have? Um, I think I just have one pair. No, I have two pairs. One is the heeled boots, and one's the regular like combat boots. And then I actually bought one snow boots, but unfortunately, it didn't snow that much this year. Sad. 
That, yeah. That, that's kind of crappy, though, right? That's like a, ra- a way to rain on your parade. Like, I bought I snow know. Boots. literally snow boots. <laughs> There's no I was snow. prepared. Yeah. That, that would be really nice, though, right? It was just like, mm-hmm. have you experienced? Oh, okay. So, December, you spent Christmas. You spent Christmas yeah. in, in the city. And did you manage to uh, experience the white Christmas? Well, actually, I spent Christmas in Virginia with family, but that's just like a few weeks. Um, but winter in New York this year, it's not really that snowy. So I wasn't able to wear my snow boots because it's kind of weird wearing snow boots without the snow. But it's just, <laughs> it's, just, yeah. it's just my regular boots. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Boots. But it really got super cold. But yeah, no snow, global warming, I guess. Ah, uh, that's crap. It's probably delayed again, like everything. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, the earth is healing. Oh, well. So, I uh, hope so. I, yeah, I really do hope so. Um, so just uh, going back real quick uh, between, because like, I'm sure you miss the Philippines, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot. Yeah. What, but what would you say the biggest differences are between Philippines and New York, as well as what are the similarities? Are there any? <laughs> um, thinking about it, maybe geologically speaking, I wouldn't say much because they're both crowded, they're both like polluted, noisy, even stinky. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and places mm-hmm. are accessible via commute, so it's not something new to me. And mm-hmm. I would say they're both beautiful in their own ways. Um, Maybe the difference is that in New York, like what we've talked about earlier, you'll encounter so much differences when it comes to people, mm-hmm. the community, ethnicity, nationalities, classes, even stereotypes, and even the crazies. Um, like what I've mentioned before, I feel like I've seen everything, that mm-hmm. even those things that I didn't want to see. And mm-hmm. there are rude people, yeah. But you know what? Actually, people don't really say much about the amount of kind people you'll encounter in the city. Like New Yorkers uh, are one of the nicest, kindest people um, I've come across. Oh, and, that's nice. Yeah. And it's kind of weird because when I was doing my research, like reading articles or even reading stuff on Reddit, I would always see people complain how New Yorkers are. Like they're rude mm-hmm. they're um they're yeah rude and when I um got to New York I never really experienced that kind of rude you know and mm-hmm. I'm so surprised because I was like the the actually you know the tourists are the ones who were very rude but but real new yorkers in general Mm. they're really kind they're really sweet they would actually tell you something if your bag is open if you dropped something they would really bother tap you and Mm. tell you things which is really nice yeah it is it is yeah and that that is i agree that is something that i feel like um not a lot of people talk about because every time new york is portrayed the people are always shown as rude, you know right? rude yeah rude and just like mm-hmm. ruthless you know that they, they don't mm-hmm. give a they don't give a shit about you you know you either yeah. go with the flow or 
you know, just get out of here. Yeah, they kind of have that. So that's kind of, that's good to know. That's really good Mm -hmm. to know. Um, so yeah, um, um, I feel like before we, 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 um, end this, this podcast, I would be interested to know, and I'm sure it's not just me, but our listeners as well. What Mm -hmm. are the lessons you've learned so far in your experience Uh that you want to share with people who Mm -hmm. aspire with Filipinos who also aspire to one day step foot or maybe start Mm -hmm. their career even in New York or in any, you know, foreign country. Yeah. Oh God. I don't even know where to begin. If you ask me to write things down, I might need a notebook. (laughs) Okay. I'll I'll know. I'll put it down. (laughs) (laughs) But I'll try my best to shorten everything. Um, But yeah, from, from being a spoiled child well not really spoiled brat but you know I got used to having people around me to do stuff for me I grew up with um at home who did things for me before I used to have my parents who basically paid for everything so I was really living a comfortable life like imagine for the past 25 years I've never experienced being independent before mm-hmm. and um moving to a complete different environment like being on my own for the first time in 25 years it really taught me so much that I feel like I won't be able to learn if I stayed in the Philippines you know Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. the daily chores like budgeting my money where my money's going paying rent doing my own groceries um Waking up early in the morning, preparing for my own breakfast, preparing my dinner. You know, I, I don't even know how to cook before. Mm-hmm. Right now, I I learned how to cook fancy meals because I told myself I'm not going to live a life eating canned, canned goods every day mm-hmm. or instant mm-hmm. meals every day. So um, I'm really proud of myself for going out of my way you know, um, learning everything from scratch. Mm -hmm. And it's actually one of the many reasons why I really wanted to do this because I know that I'm not just doing this for my career growth, but I'm also doing it for my personal growth, if that makes sense. Yeah, And and Mm -hmm. even with my mental health, before it was so easy to deal, deal with my anxiety and overthinking because... You know, I have my family, my friends, even my boyfriend to distract me from all of those negative emotions. But when I lived on my own, I started feeling all kinds of things I've never felt before. Mm -hmm. Like the anxiety, the panic attacks, the homesickness, Mm -hmm. um, even the self-doubt. All those negative thoughts, they really, they can really eat you up. But Mm -hmm. I realized that it's just going to be me majority of the time so I really forced myself to deal with everything Mm -hmm. um I really prioritized my mental health and it's funny because you know I I have a a diary I kept a journal I tried meditating I really built healthy habits Mm -hmm. and because it really helps with my mental health you know Right, and right. I really made myself busy. I made sure to 
not avoid all those negative feelings because I learned that the more you avoid it, the more they keep coming back. So mm-hmm. it may sound cliche, but I really embraced all the emotions, both the negative and the positive. Mm-hmm. And learn, I learned to live with it. And eventually things just got easier for me, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's it's really hard making a major move like this. It may sound scary, overwhelming, impossible, and even difficult. But mm-hmm. you know what? It if I'd be given the chance to do it again, even let's say in my next life, I would definitely do it again in a heartbeat. And in a few years, no matter where life takes me, I'll always look back. Mm, with a smile on my face, you know, mm-hmm. thanking myself for allowing to to go through all these, for allowing myself to explore and learn. And mm-hmm. I'll always be grateful for that decision, you know. So for those who are thinking about making any major life decisions, it, it's not just specifically like moving to New York or moving abroad for a job. It may be like the smallest things like accepting mm-hmm. a job offer mm-hmm. or going or applying for a job that you're passionate about. It may be the smallest things. If you're waiting for a push, mm-hmm. if you're waiting for, for a go signal, I would say just go do it because it's always worth, worth the risk. You know, if you're not right. scared enough, I mean, if you're scared enough, I'm sure it's going to be worth it in the end. It sounds really true. cheesy, but, but it's, it's really true. Yeah, it's really true. We, you know, I can't, I don't know how many times I've said this line before, but it always rings true that nothing that's worth it is ever easy, right? Yeah, that's Um, true. Because if it is, then if it is easy to achieve, then I feel like we, you have very low goals. (laughs) So, you know, it's it's really more satisfying achieving something that's, you know, overcoming a a, a hill that is really high, I would say, right? If if it's, cares you enough yeah exactly and you know i i feel like we we can also tie this in with the current situation with the covid-19 mm-hmm. happening i feel like a lot of us uh have you know also reflected and mm-hmm. we all must realize that life is short life is yeah. not what we expect it to be or you know mm-hmm. life has a lot of like funny not funny, but a lot of interesting <laughs> turns that yeah, we don't really sure. see coming. With this um, COVID nineteen COVID nineteen pandemic, um, a lot of families were were put apart. I would say, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of people's uh, know, a lot of yeah. a lot of a lot of friends can't see each other uh, physically, and we couldn't do the things that we normally did, but probably took for granted. And um, I feel like we all just have to look back to that and just just think and and reflect on that. Um, Mm -hmm. Let's stop taking each day lightly. I'm not saying be an Mm -hmm. emotion, you know, be a a heavy thinker all the time and just be like a deep person. That's not what I'm saying. But we all have to remember it's really important to take each day seriously in a way that mm-hmm. you know you let your loved ones know that you love them um, yeah, yeah. You, even the smallest thing right you know? yeah you you um 
I, I'm going to go a little bit uh, religious, religious here, but thank God mm-hmm. that you woke up that day and that you have mm-hmm. the opportunity to do what you're going to do that day. Yeah. Uh, also, that's true. Do something each day that would make you happy and that would help you mm-hmm. grow. I that feel like true. Yeah. The COVID nineteen, the lockdowns, the quarantines that are happening, we are given a unique opportunity to make ourselves grow in the comforts yeah. of homes, right? To really work mm-hmm. on work on something, work on our passion or perfect mm-hmm. something or try to do something that we've always wanted to do, but put put aside because we just didn't have the time for it, right? Yeah, that's um, true. And also, um, I know it's been a difficult time for everybody. So mm-hmm. I don't I don't want to put the pressure on everyone that you have to be productive because this is your only chance yeah, to, yeah. to do it. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I also want everyone to prioritize their mental health, you know, because this mm-hmm. is the perfect time for you to learn so much about yourself, That's mentally, true. emotionally, and even physically. So I don't know, maybe just take your time, do it slowly, yeah. learn everything about yourself, because mm-hmm. this is this is the perfect time to do it, I would say. Yeah. yeah, and I like that you brought up the mental health issue, because a lot of people that I know right now are becoming just too stressed out about mm-hmm. the, poli- the politics behind the, the yeah. pandemic. And we just have to like, sometimes that just becomes so much, it becomes so stre- so stressful. And I just like really want to encourage everyone. I'm not saying not to voice out your opinion, not to be opinionated mm-hmm. about the matter, not to be not to be involved in the matter. That's not what I'm saying. But I just mm-hmm. encourage everyone to take a step back when you're feeling feeling too negative about it, because mm-hmm. that affects your mental wellness really yeah. badly. And yeah. I myself am, you know, because I myself, when I get like emo- negative emotions strongly, I feel them strongly. It has a physical effect. It manifests physically. And mm-hmm. that's the last thing that we want during this tough time. Yeah, for right? sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think that's what we, you know, that is uh, what we want to encourage everyone to do. Um, love yourself love mm-hmm. the people around you everyone yeah yeah right and let's just sp- spread positivity let's let's That's be true. right let's let's all be um outlets of a positive energy and of mm-hmm. love and just happiness there's so many yeah. problems in the world so many darkness happening you know, so many darkness out there <laughs> and we we would appreciate all the love and and joy that we could possibly get right yeah so that's, that's you know share, share the love yeah, <laughs> share the share positivity the yeah and by the way camille uh you you're one of the most honestly like i loved working with you because you are a positive person i mean you're quiet you're quiet you. you're quiet but you're <laughs> you've never been i've never gotten the the vibe that you were ever like negative and just a pessimistic mm-hmm. person you know I love <laughs> I love your vibe I loved your vibe ever since we yeah. started working together and you I know still what? have it actually it actually depends on the person I with so if I'm positive okay. to, to you it means that <laughs> I also feel the positive vibe from you that's I like that <laughs> I like that I still have your letter by the way so yeah, <laughs> yeah I still have that <laughs> 
I, I still hate That's you nice. partly for making me cry, but yeah. <laughs> okay, well, do you have any parting words for our our audience before we uh, go? Nothing. Just just follow your your heart. You know, whatever you want to do, just do it. Don't don't spend another day thinking about it. And yeah, yeah that's it. <laughs> yeah, do the Nike way and just do it. Yeah, just do it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thank you very much, Camille. Really, I appreciate yeah, no, that. Thank you. Yeah, and be stay safe in. Virginia. Yeah, you too. And uh, you know, regards to your to your family and your very cute. A little baby there, not your baby, oh, but I, your, not, my baby. No, not, not her baby. Not baby. Her baby. It's your nephew, right? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. You too, and your beautiful child. Yeah, she's yeah, she's great. She's amazing. So, all right, thank you very much again. Uh, thank you, Camille, and thank you for our audience for tuning into another yeah, episode. No podcast. I look forward to seeing you again, whether that be here in the Philippines or hopefully mm-hmm. in for sure. Yeah. All right. Thank you too for your time. Thank you very much. Thanks for joining us this week on Eat Walk Play. Make sure to visit our website, eatwalkplay.com, where you can read travel guides and news, food reviews, and more. And while you're at it, you can also subscribe to our YouTube channel, Eat Walk Play, for awesome and in-depth video content. We'd also love you more if you could follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Now, if you found value in this show, we'd appreciate a rating, or if you'd simply tell your friends about this podcast, that will really help us out too. Be sure to tune in next week for another episode on Good Eats, Great Travels, and Grand Adventures. Catch you later.